And now, a highlight from Animal Radio on iHeartRadio. It's Animal Radio celebrating the connection with our pets. The technology that is out there now to help us celebrate that connection is amazing. Everything from the little uh, things that uh, shoot the tennis balls so that you don't have to play fetch with your animal anymore. (laughs) It just does it automatically. Uh To the uh, cameras that you leave at home that will treat your animals. Mm -hmm. To the apps. There are so many apps out there that are pet-centric, like WAG or uh, Rover, Rover Rover.com. These apps help you find pet sitters and dog walkers. Are you listed on either one of those, Judy, as a as a dog walker or a pet sitter? No. You know, and I've been doing this for years, and I refuse to be connected with any of those companies. I'm private. I'm one-on-one. I meet with my clients. They meet me. I meet the dog. I don't want to go out to just somebody's house. I don't know them. I don't know where I'm going. Right. I don't know the animal. I don't want to be a part of that. That's that's not my generation. Sure. I mean, you may call us old school. You may yes. call us Luddites. <laughs> Whatever you want, but certainly if someone well, You may g- call us like like crazy, not even crazy, but I, I am so picky. Yes. I mean, I am truly that that pet parent who that that Judy hates because when we leave town, which is very rarely because they always go with us, but I mean, I'm the one who leaves 10 pages of directions and instructions. <laughs> I think we could all, mostly all of us in the studio agree that these apps or finding a pet sitter through an app, you got to do a little more due diligence than that. You got to yeah. do a little more research. You got to know who's coming into your house and who's taking care of your animal. I mean, would you find a babysitter for your infant through an app like that? I no. don't think so. Wait a minute, guys. Oh, People use Uber every day. They don't know who's right. picking them up. So this is kind of the modern way things yeah. are going. In all fairness, I, I did, um, now that I think about what we went on a trip for a week to the beach, and um, the dogs went, but we had cats at home, and um, the people came over to the house, and I gave them, a, you know, my 10 pages of instructions for two cats for a week, and we got pictures every day of the cats, videos, and, and it was good, but we met them beforehand. I gave her the house tour. The animals met her beforehand, and, and that did work out well. You know, yeah, you- yeah, but see, with with Uber, if I go, it's me. I know what I'm getting into. When I leave my animal, they can't speak. They can't tell this me what true. happened right. this is true. to right. them. Yeah. I know what happens to me. They don't know what's going to happen, or they can't tell me. You reported several <laughs> weeks back about- I am neurotic. <laughs> I know. And you reported about the uh, the, the Rover app. I believe it was the the Rover app and how some animal had died and that uh, there's been Ro- several of those Rover incidents. paid hush money to but they tried I don't they think try, they, yeah they, yeah, the they tried to pay hush money accept the hush money to keep their mouths quiet which uh, brings up a whole puddle of under, other stuff you know who's on the phone with us right now is attorney Robert Toller how are you doing Robert very good thank you very much you are representing uh, uh, one of the you, who are you representing. <laughs> I'm representing a plaintiff whose dog died uh, when using the Rover app. Now, did this client just found a pet sitter and did not, uh, I guess, do the a duty? The client in this particular case did a lot of research, and I just heard your discussion about yes. how research needs to be done. There was a lot of research done. Uh, this particular lawsuit is against Rover, which is one of the apps you were talking about. And Rover makes specific representations about the vetting process for the sitters. Not okay. only do they make more general statements like they have high standards for their sitters, 
their sitters are approved by a team of specialists. But they also make really specific representations, like Rover accepts less than 20 of potential sitters. And this creates the impression among consumers that there is this vetting procedure in place. In other words, that this corporation can be entrusted to do a lot of that groundwork for you. And in fact, the truth is much different. There is really no system in place to vet sitters. They're just putting random people together. And um, the system that they have in place is really just people submitting forms. Your uh, lawsuit... Oh, you know what? I just found out we got to take a quick break. Can you hold on one second? We are sure. with attorney Robert Toller. We're talking about Rover.com and a few of the animals that have died in a lawsuit that he is currently litigating. And we'll be right back. Stick around. Not the first time we've been talking about WAG or Rover, those apps that help you find pet sitters. The uh, Rover company is worth $970 million, close to a billion dollars. So obviously there's a lot of money involved here. Attorney Robert Toller is joining us. He's an L.A. attorney who's suing. Now, correct me if I'm to understand this correct. You're suing Baywatch actress Angelica Bridges. Is that is that correct? Correct. Yeah. Former Baywatch actress uh, Angelica Bridges. And and that's sort of another issue is that we didn't uh, my client didn't know that it was entrusting uh, its pet to a former Baywatch actress. And for many people, that is relevant information um, and uh, didn't know who this person was. And it just turned, happened to turn out that she was a, a, a celebrity of sorts. How would that have made a difference knowing that? Well, I, I think uh, it's inform- I, I don't think the mere fact that she acted on the show would necessarily have an implication, but if if she knew who the person was, she could re- be able to research that person. And if it uh, turns out that it's someone that you wouldn't want to entrust your pet to, then I think that's information the consumer should have. You know what that says to me is that obviously television doesn't, I mean, if you spend all the money, <laughs> it doesn't pay very well and you have to take up some extra jobs. Well, I don't know how much in royalties she's getting and it's really none of my business, but uh, the bottom line is, uh, she, what we found out in this case is there were multiple pets just kind of tossed in a backyard. And mm-hmm. after this case, after we filed the case, there was some media generated from that. And I've had a lot of people call my office with horror stories of what yeah. happened in similar situations. And it's it's kind of like you were saying earlier that, you know, your dog can't talk, so your dog can't tell you what happened. And uh, a lot of these people, you know, looking for a quick buck, they'll take four or five dogs and and not pay attention to them. And dogs fight each other. you got to watch them. It's a very serious thing. In fact, there are boarding rules in almost every single state for dog boarding that have very strict rules for this exact reason. So in my mind, Rover's trying to get an end around these rules that other dog boarders have to comply with so they can undercut the market. And they don't have, in my opinion, and as we've alleged, that the consumer's best interest in mind, despite what they tell people. To clarify, you said that there were these other people who were calling you with horror stories as well. Now, were those horror stories about the same dog walker, the Baywatch actress? It was not the same dog dog walker. Okay. Similar situations where the dogs were mistreated or the dogs were ignored. Uh, the dogs weren't fed, the dogs died, the dogs were fed the wrong thing, any number of things that can go wrong when you entrust your, your, 
your pet to a family member or something, you, you trust them. And even a dog boarder, you know uh, that there are people watching them all the time because it's their job. But if it's just a random person that you don't know, um, you have to rely on the company's representations that they've done that trust process for you. And that's, or you can that's not use I that think. company or service. Uh, right? What was that? Or you can not. I don't think I would feel comfortable enough, as we were talking about before, to use them. But I understand that uh, most of us here are of a, an older generation and that, that the millennials are it's just a whole different world to them. So I, I feel really bad for your clients. I think that's right. And I think, that, you know, there was some discussion earlier with Uber and they've managed to create the so-called gig economy where people can just kind of get in a car. And, and I think kind of what you were saying there, you know, these people are being traced and followed and, and there's some built in sort of ways to measure safety uh, and decrease the likelihood of something going wrong. Now, now things obviously go wrong whenever two people uh, interact with each other. And certainly we've heard horror stories about Uber. However, in this case, uh, there there is no way to track what happens. Uh, there is no way to determine what's going on when you leave the dog there. You have to rely on Rover's representations that they've vetted these people, that you can trust them. And this is exactly what they say until there is an incident. Then they say it's your fault. Then they say we're not paying you a dime. And to me, that is an abuse of trust that has led to many people suffering. Do you, and it, it's a fact that Rover has not acknowledged, and Rover's CEO has recently downplayed. Do you think this technology is good? Obviously, we wouldn't be on this Skype uh, phone in if technology weren't good. Yeah. Um, and uh, certainly Uber has re- revolutionized uh, the way we interact with respect to transport. And uh, like anything in life, technology is good and bad. But we know as a society what's good and bad. And we know that lying is bad. We know that lying in order to consummate a transaction when what you're telling the person is not true about it is bad and it's wrong. And so while this case involves an application and technology, it boils down to what's right and wrong. And here it's wrong to tell people you vet people and only 20% meet this rigorous process when it's wrong, when it's false. Well, keep us posted. Let us know how this goes. Attorney Robert Toller joining us. We thank you for joining us today. We know you had a, a very busy schedule. Thank you very much. You're listening to Animal Radio. Visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android.